Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Are you suffering from pandemic stress? Riots and insurrection have you worried about your safety? Well, get to Premier Firearms where they can make you safe. Premier Firearms has locations in Orlando on West Colonial Drive, in Titusville on US-1, and in Mineola in the Family Jewelry and Pawn. Premier Firearms has AR pistols and rifles starting as low as $5.99. Premier Firearms is a family-owned business that can take care of all your firearm and ammunition needs. Check them out today on Facebook and Instagram at Premier Firearms. That's Premier Firearms. And coming soon to Tavares. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Alright, it's on you, uh, Mike. Okay. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the, uh, the magswag.com studios. The magswag.com studios. A little mix up there on the, uh, the intro music. We'll get you, don't worry, we'll get you taken care of with that on the next hour. We, uh, we are all things gun, all the gun time. Once again, this is Arms Room Radio. Uh, you, you know, our, our announcer would, would come on and tell you the ways to get a hold of us, but the best way to get a hold of us is just to go track us over there at uh, armsroomradio.com. Follow us on the Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash armsroomradio. We see that in, in real time. That's the easiest way if you've got comments or you want to reach out to us while the millions and millions and millions of you are not listening. I mean, listening to us while we're live here on the radio. Hey, my name is Mike. I will uh, be the host of the program here for the for the next two hours. Well, host, I'm the guy that they, they, they told to start it. You know, we, we have the discussion during the week, who's the host, who's the co-host. We're all, we're all just co-hosts. I just I just happen to be the guy with the, the, the microphone first, I guess. Uh, hey, let me go around the room real quick and introduce you to my fellow patriots. On my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. So listen, Earl's not here this week. Um, Earl, uh, Earl had uh, he got work. He got some work conflict. He uh, he went to work uh, last uh, yesterday afternoon, and he hasn't come home from work yet. Uh, he's okay and all that. He's just uh, listen. He tells you, you know, he's in the uh, he's in the moving big pieces of uh, uh, vehicles around the country. So uh, uh, they got they got rules. They got rules about sleeping between driving, and uh, he worked uh, some extra hours. They made him work and. Uh, Everybody's seen uh, what's going on with the weather and everything else like that, so he's uh, he, he they, he's got to go sleep. He, they they got these rules, these DOT rules. He's got to sit and he's got to sleep. So that that's where that's where Earl is today. Um, normally, sitting on my other side on the left would be the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, the maximum effort attorney Kevin Maxwell.
Kevin. Kevin. Kevin, where are you? You're not there? Kevin's not there? Kevin's still not there. That's all right. Kevin is... Uh, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this right now where Kevin is. And um, for some of you, you're going to be like, well, yeah, that's a life's priority. I get that. And then some of you are going to be like, come on. Kevin um, had a very, I guess, well-known tattoo artist scheduled to come into town today so he could uh, finish Kevin's uh, sleeves, I guess it is. And um, that's where Kevin is. So he's going to try and call in a little bit. if his arm works, I guess. I don't know if he, somebody will hold the phone up for him. Uh, maybe he'll just have to use his other arm. But uh, that's where Kevin is. But don't worry. It's not just me. Uh, do you folks remember we had a uh, good friend of the program on with us from uh, uh, from themagswag.com? <laughs> it's, it's, it's so cool that we could just reach out and have him here with us. Uh, I want to bring in our, our friend uh, Casey from themagswag.com. Casey, welcome back to the program. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. We got special music for you. I don't know if you hear it. <laughs> for those of you old enough to remember, you know, you know what? You probably can't even listen to this music anymore. This music, you would be told, is inappropriate in today's society, uh, and it uh, offends you. It offends people. Yeah, <laughs> and, and 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 you can't you can't wear it anymore, or excuse me, you can't uh, you can't listen to it anymore. So, horrible stuff. Horrible stuff. Uh, Casey, how's your week going for you so far? You just uh, you just took a whirlwind trip, uh, didn't you? Recently, also, I did. I just got back um, a week from tomorrow from Turkey. I was uh, around there and uh, survived. It was quite a you know length of flights, and with all of everybody you know COVID scaring, it's uh, you know suffocate yourself around the world with masks on and. Uh, and uh, survived, but uh, it was a good experience. Let's 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 talk that for a few minutes. Um, you know, because we're always talking COVID. Now that uh, you know, listen, my personal belief that uh, our the election is not over. We've seen that uh, there's still things going on. There are still uh, challenges. The Supreme Court has not weighed in yet. Uh, uh, electors have not weighed in yet. We have not had the uh, certification done at uh, the U.S. Congress, which is January sixth, I believe that is. So you know, there's plenty to go, but it seems as if as if. Uh, the, the presumptive uh, winner, uh, uh, you know, Joe Biden, uh, now that he's won, everybody's going to realizing, well, I guess I might have to take COVID a little more seriously because this guy's going to put us on lockdown and do everything else. Not that anything about the virus has changed, mm-hmm. just that the policing of the people affected by the virus may have changed. So what did you see going around the world where, where, what's the attitude because you went let's see now, where'd you connect through you went through new york went through new york that's ridiculous right yeah yeah uh, you get as soon as you get off the plane you're handed a piece of paper right and uh then you immediately give it back to them because you just tell them you're you're not staying i'm not, in new I'm york. not coming to new york I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm literally not leaving this airport <laughs> right you couldn't make me right, right uh and so you go from there to um your connectings and uh they they just I mean, it's not just a person connecting that's handing you this form. It's somebody in uniform. So yeah. you, you, you almost have this bully-esque, uh, right. you know, atmosphere going where uh, you, you barely are out of – you're still in the terminal. Uh, and it, you go into the bathroom, and there's hundreds of those papers lining the bathroom. <laughs> so it was refreshing to, to walk into the bathroom and, and see the fact that nobody really cared about what – was going on and nobody really wanted to go to New York, uh, but that's just where you, the connecting goes to get to the European side of the world. So then from there it was to uh, Istanbul, uh, 
and totally different. Not a lot of it was shut down. Uh, it's a really pretty airport. Um, nobody, nobody, uh, you know, sitting there handing a paper to you or anything like that. Right. Um, you know, nobody. I mean, everybody is wearing masks everywhere just to be be safe and things. But uh, they're on the planes. They're the stewardess and are are very diligent about making sure you're wearing it and not, you know, half wearing it around your chin or on your eyeballs. But um, you know. Was your flight straight from New York to Istanbul? Yes. Okay. Yeah, straight to Istanbul. So it was about nine and a half hour okay. uh, flight there. Right. Big, big uh, plane through uh, Turkish Airlines. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, you, had, you had a middle row and then two sides. So it was nine wide on the plane. So it's a big, big plane, 50-something plus rows. So wow. 400, 500-ish people uh, on this plane packed. Uh, so That's pretty That's pretty intense. Um yeah, I know. I was in uh, I was in Turkey uh, for a little bit. I know uh, um, uh, was it Major Bill was over there in Turkey um, for for a little while, and uh, it um, uh, it was nothing like it is now. Obviously, with the, with the virus going on, so um, it, uh, it you know, listen, you, you continue to take your precautions. You know, you you do, you do all of that. It's uh, I I got uh, you know I get the police called on me this week about a, about not wearing a mask. And uh, the police came. Well, I, I'll get into that story probably next hour. But, <laughs> but the police came and told the uh, told the the people that called to, to mind their own you know blanking business. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, good good for them. Yeah, yeah. You, you, we got re- we, it was basically hey, we got real things to worry about, not your uh, your petty nonsense. So so leave us alone. Well, if you haven't been into Turkey and I'm, it, to I haven't heard your experiences there, but with mine being so recent, um, you know, once we were there with the locals, um, we. Our, uh, get to that next part. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're coming up on the break, folks, so stick around. You'll listen to uh, Arms Room Radio. We'll be back uh, in, in just a few. Yeah, Mike, I was a little late on that because I was trying to figure out. Maybe it was on my side, but you connection keeps on going in and out. I, I saw it uh, come up on my monitor here also. I'm not sure why. why. I'm, I'm, I'm checking you, my. You sound. The Deltec Sub 2000. Kelly, my speed looks pretty good on this end. To arouse your curiosity. Okay. I'll just, just keep an eye on it. If we lose okay. it, just you know, sing them a song, and I'll, I'll disconnect and reconnect. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation yeah, ignites performance, you call Curiosity. Trying to think about it, but we'll, we'll deal with it on the next one. Yeah, I think it's it's it's. I mean, it's it's very possible it's my end, so it's no big deal. I mean, I'm on the mercy of spectrum, so you know. But I am I am hardwire, you know, to try and prevent this. Accessorize your tactical rifle. Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their Mike, can you hear me? Yes, yes I can. Learn more. We do have Mark on the line. Okay. And where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Mark Boundary Oak Distillery. One minute. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, the founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the founding fathers determined what rights the Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the Same function of government to tell us what we need and, or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special. Yeah. Or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower yeah, engine capable of speed to 100 yeah. miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, you have the right of choice. You have the right to read books others don't like. You have the right to listen to any radio program you choose. You have the right to dress the way we want to. You also have the right to own firearms for choice. For the next time, no, I don't have one. You don't need something? It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Need. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today. This message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. So are you? Hey, welcome back to the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. That's the magswag.com studios. If you don't have your, your fancy AR mags yet with your logo of your own design, you could you could get a logo like um, if you listen to Armed American Radio, you could get that logo put on an AR magazine and have it mailed straight to your house. It's amazing. Hey, speaking of Armed American Radio, I believe, uh, I believe we have a guest caller that's calling in right now, uh, Mr. Mark Walters from the host of Armed American Radio. Mark, welcome to the program. Dude, I want one of those. Yeah, you listen, this is amazing, Mark. It's not just uh, that typical you know, uh, laser, and it's, so it's like a gray etching. This is a full-color imprint laser design on the side of the mags for your ARs. It's amazing stuff. Well, you know... I got some pretty cool logos, so I'm going to have to look into that. I, yeah, that's cool. I'm looking forward to that. Great stuff. Great stuff to have. Good stuff. So Good who stuff. are we going to talk about today? <laughs> well, let's see here, sir. You and I, uh, we spent a couple days this week just, just banging our heads against the wall, uh, listening to people complain about uh, w- what the state of firearms is going on. First off, what we've seen at ATF over the past uh, week or two between polymer 80s and, and arm braces, and that... Uh, you know that uh, that's that's completely President Trump's fault, even though uh, you 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 politicked against him and voted against him. Yeah, the the whole thing about you know the Trump thing. First, let's go to because one of it, listeners we actually do talk about this stuff off air, and one of the comments that Mike and I agreed on relative to the uh, not the polymer eighty, but 
but the braces, because we know that's coming down the pike, too. Right. Is there's probably just going to be one sheet put out by ATF. You know, the 4473 background check, right? Well, for a brace, you're probably going to need to... Do you have one arm? Please send photo. Yeah. Approved yeah. or disapproved? Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's, that's what they want. Coming down the road. What's the point? Well, well sure, because we know what's going on. What's happening here is you have an ATF acting director, acting director, it's never been confirmed, who is now sucking up to the single most vicious, gun-hating, gun-grabbing duo to ever, ever march into Washington, D.C. Should that happen, and, you know, that, as far as I'm concerned, that fat lady hasn't sung yet, but should that happen, you have the worst anti-gun administration in the history of this country who may very well have all three levers of power if the people that live in the state that I live in around me don't do the right thing and put a stopgap measure in there with Purdue and, uh, and, and Kelly Leffler. And the fact that it came down to Georgia is just but one part of the equation. Because there are a lot of people out there. Trump derangement syndrome is real. Right. There's a lot of people out there who hate Donald Trump enough. I think it was Newt Gingrich that said, uh, Mike, that, that there are people out there who hate him enough that they would put their own emotions before their country. In this case, their guns. Right. And it's astonishing to me. It is astonishing to me that there are people out there that can't see beyond their hatred of Donald Trump to understand that you had two options in this election, too. You had third parties, and look, I get people that want to vote third party. I know people who voted for third party, but guns are not their issue. Correct. Okay? We're looking at this through the prism of the Second Amendment only. And if the Second Amendment is your issue, you had two options. You had Donald Trump and you had Joe Biden. I don't give a crap how much you hated Donald Trump. I don't give a crap how much you hated Biden. You had one option if you were a gun owner and you supported gun rights and you call yourself a gun rights activist, and that was Donald Trump. End of the discussion. There's no gray area. You correct me if I'm wrong. No, you know, and that's absolutely it. You know, and you see, you see them, uh, these these people that you know they'll, they'll still listen. It's time to vote for a third party candidate. You know, that's what we need to do. Okay, you know what? Well, maybe we get that fixed in a hundred years from now. You know, and, and there is a third party candidate. Sure. You know, maybe it's maybe it's fifty. Who knows? But but right now, you know, the the choice on the table w- w- was was Trump and not Trump. That, that that's all. That's all you had. And if you went any other way, you just surrendered Second Amendment rights. Now, listen, like you said, Mark, I don't believe this is over yet either. Uh, I, I, I absolutely 100% believe it. I've seen enough evidence, direct evidence, not circumstantial evidence, that votes were stolen and votes were taken and votes were put on the wrong side of the table uh, or taken from underneath the table out of suitcases, mind you. Um, but, uh, you know, your, your attitude led up to that. The attitude of we don't need him, vote against him, let the opposition say, ooh, there's some dissent, let's take advantage of that. It's going to be closer than we thought, let's steal these votes, that way it'll only be 2% instead of 20%. Well, you know, there's a lot going on right here in the state of Georgia, for example, and I want listeners to understand this, it's very important. When coincidences begin to line up one right after the other, it's legitimate to question whether or not those are coincidences. Is there a pattern developing here? It, It... stands to reason that we have to look at these things. Hey, wait, this might not be a coincidence. In court, it's circumstantial evidence. If all this circumstantial evidence begins lining up, guess what? It might not be that circumstantial after all, right? We need to start looking at what's happening here. And there's enough here. And it was Representative Jordan from Ohio who made it very clear when he was asked, should Donald Trump concede? He said, hell no, he shouldn't concede. Here's why. He had 10 million more votes, more votes than any sitting president in U.S. history, number one. And he went on down the list. The Republicans picked up seats in the House, buried them. There was no blue wave. We added 
to our minority. We're very close, probably retake the House in, in the next election. State houses, we added to state houses and governors during the election. We added state legislatures we picked up during the election, okay? And yet somehow Trump loses the election. None of this makes sense. And then when you look at, for example, Georgia, prime example here, this is a deep red state, as you and I were talking earlier. Right. The Georgia state legislature is made up of 25 a Republican majority in the state house, one vote away from a from a veto-proof majority in the Senate, and whether you like Kemp or not at this stage of the game, he is a Republican. Yep. So you've got and the Republicans in this state are going to redistrict because it's a new decade and they're in control. They're going to redistrict this state in such a way that you don't see red or, or blue in the state at the state house level probably for the next twenty years. And you're going to tell me that this deep red state voted for Biden and is going to vote for two blue senators? It doesn't make any sense. How does Stacey Abrams is out there running her mouth now, happy that she's got 1.2 million ballots. Well, here's the question I ask you. Why is she so happy about that? Does she know that all 1.2 million of those ballots are voting for, 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 uh, per, or for Ossoff and for uh, Warnock? Why is she thrilled about that? What does she know that we don't know? How does she know that 1.1 million of that 1.2 aren't early voters like my mother and father who got early ballots because they're moving back to Florida and certainly are not voting blue? What is it she knows? Why is she so thrilled? These are all legitimate questions. Yeah, but well, you know, it, it's, it's pretty simple to, to smile about it when you know what the outcome is going to be because you, you know the, the computer programmer there on the machines. It's a, you know, it's, it's, I'm sorry, Mark, there's too many telling signs. We've, we've talked about it from time and time again. You know, the guy, the guy puts 50,000 people, 100,000 people in a stadium uh, but, you know, the night before the election, uh, and the opposition can't get five people to show up at a Hispanic rally. You know, it's, 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 it's despicable to think that we're There's something yeah, yeah. Some, some, something is something is wrong but I, I, let's go back to that anti-trump sentiment yeah. for just a moment yeah okay oh, yeah. how are you going to feel how are you going to feel the moment joe biden walks into office if in fact that happens and the first thing he does is, is is 15 executive actions against your guns including the importation banning the importation of assault weapons how are you going to feel okay if he's able to pull one or two republicans weak republicans and they're out there in a district that maybe biden won how are you going to feel when that gun control bill passes? Let's assume that the state of Georgia is lost. Let's assume that Warnock and Ossoff pull this off because there's more fraud here in the state of Georgia. How are you going to feel when Biden is now instigating one of the most vicious gun grabs? It'll make Virginia look like child's play. How are you going to feel then? Are you going to tell me that you wouldn't have rather had Donald Trump sitting in the White House vetoing those bills versus a man that's going to sit there and sign them and actually beg for their passage? It's absolute lunacy. What I'm hearing out there, it is absolute lunacy. I, in, in fact, I shake my head. I can't believe it. it it's happening. Just utter disbelief. I, I don't know what it is. It's happening. Listen, you know, it's, it's already been admitted. It's already, they've already come out. The uh, members of the Biden administration and the Biden team have already met with the with the acting uh, directors there at ATF. And by the way, they're acting like Mark said because in the four years that the you know Donald Trump has been president, he's never been able to get anybody in there in a permanent permanent position. Now, ATF's been many many years since they've been able to get anybody in there in a permanent position, but they are. I mean, they're a hair from they're hair from a rogue agency. They're the only agency that rules via memoranda of an interpretation. The CIA doesn't do that. Well, I don't know about CIA. Correct. Sorry, the FBI doesn't do that. The yeah, DEA well, doesn't maybe, do that. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, you know, but they're the they're the only agency out there on their alone and unafraid, doing what they want based on what they think. Yeah, and you know, let's go quickly to uh, when you look at ATF right now. It, let, well, actually, let's give listeners or, you know, some of those anti-Trumpers a real quick history, or not a history lesson, but a civics lesson. The President of the United States does not write law. The President of the United States signs bills that pass Congress into law, or he vetoes those bills. So when I hear this, Donald Trump doesn't do enough for gun rights. Donald Trump doesn't write the law. 
We had Paul Ryan, who passed, by the way, national reciprocity out of the House in the first two years of the Trump administration. Yeah. Mitch McConnell sat on it and never moved, never moved it through the Senate. Are you going to blame Trump for that action or inaction? And don't hit, sit here and tell me uh, he didn't put enough pressure on him. It's not his job. That's it. Okay? It's your job as a citizen to put pressure on your elected officials to make that happen. You've got a beef with that. You take that beef up with Mitch McConnell. I certainly did. Exactly. Mark, stick I want around. I don't know why he didn't move on those bills. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, stick around. Let's talk about it when we get back from the break. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you from the MagSwag.com studios. The MagSwag.com studios. Mark Walters with us when we get back. Me? I started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey, and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. <laughs> right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few. I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the quitter in you at quitterinyou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a community home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. The Kids Piece, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Piece at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Yeah. Young men just don't seem to listen yeah. to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their ear pods and TV games. It's iPods and yeah. video games? Whatever. It's Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will He's listen to you. He'll, he'll so I need you to remind them to register with so Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office. One minute. <laughs> You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. 
If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room. So are you. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. That's the magswag.com studios. On the line with us, we have uh, Mr. Mark Walters, host of Armed American Radio. And we were in the middle of a, a civics lesson, Mark. Let's jump back to the civics lesson so we can uh, we can end that. Uh, I think we we left off there with the uh, yeah. the president doesn't make the laws. The president doesn't the president doesn't write laws. It's a very simple, basic part of our of our system of government. All right, there are three branches of government. The president signs bills into law, or he vetoes bills. To blame the president or Congress is absurd. Take it, you have elected officials. Right. Deal with your elected officials. And I, there's something I have to say. I've been fighting for gun rights on the nation's airwaves, Mike, for over a dozen years. Right. I've been writing about it for 14 years, okay? And I want to make this very clear, and I stand my ground on this. Do not call yourself a gun rights activist to my face and then pull the lever for the enemies of our freedom. Don't do it. You can't. You cannot. Not when we're looking at this specifically through the lens of the Second Amendment. You can be a Democrat who loves your guns, and that's awesome. I love that because I think you're fixable. If you're a Democrat who loves guns, I think we can reach you. Even if we can't reach you, you're still a Democrat that loves guns. Welcome to the world of firearms. I, b- I believe that you're fixable in the future, okay? But don't call yourself someone that's fighting for gun rights activism and pulling the lever for someone who is actively going to take away your gun rights. The two are not. Let me put it this way. They're mutually exclusive, all right? right. Figure it out. Figure it out yourself, okay? I sleep well at night because I don't have to worry about Am I a gun rights activist and pulling the lever because something else is more important for me? Maybe it's global warming. Maybe it's, I don't know, electric cars. Maybe it's whatever it is. But here it's gun rights. Yeah, and listen. I want to make that, I want to make that point very clear. It's, it's, it's absolutely mine. Listen, because it's, it's not just, it's, and, I, and I understand the, you know, the, the, the theory behind it. I'm a, a one-issue voter. I'm a one-issue voter. Um, whether that happens to be religion, that happens to be uh, you know, abortion, Social Security, whatever it happens to be. None of those have the ability to take away the power vested in the citizen through the Constitution to ensure you keep your rights. Okay, uh, um, and, and, I, and I don't get how somebody can sacrifice Second Amendment uh, at, at all. You, you take away Second Amendment. Listen, if they're willing to take away your Second Amendment rights, they're also willing to take away all of your other rights. And by the way, when you lose your Second Amendment rights, you lose the ability to stand up in uh, mass as citizenry and say. Uh, no, you, we're not going to allow you to take away my uh, my right to free speech, my right to be home uh, or be safe and secure in my home and my papers. You know, I don't understand how that one issue is even on the same footing as the other single issue voters. Colonel Cooper once said, and I'm paraphrasing, you go from a citizen to a you go from a subject to a citizen when you pick up a rifle. When you pick up a rifle, you're no longer subject. You're a citizen. Yeah. You're a free man when you pick up a rifle, okay? The trust that our founders placed in us as citizens to keep a tyrannical government in check is written in those 27 words of the Second Amendment. It's really simple. The words are really easy to understand. The right of the people to keep it. The well-regulated militia, let's start there, because people say, you never talk about that. A well-regulated militia necessary to the security of a free state. Well-regulated in 18th century Oxford English. Think of a well-regulated clock, a well-regulated watch, a well-regulated army. It meant well-trained and in perfect working order. 
The militia is you. That's simple. There's nothing more to it. You, as a trained militia, with your own arms, because you can't be a trained militia unless you have the right, the people, to keep and bear arms. It's that simple. There's nothing else in it. The debate ended December 15, 1791. It was over. I have no interest in compromising with anyone. No one. Those days are over. And sitting here wasting your time arguing about your dislike for Donald Trump while we're staring down the threat of the worst anti-gun administration this country has ever seen, man, you got to reprioritize yourself if that's where you're at. Fix yourself. Yeah, listen. Thankfully, uh, you know the, the, the Donald Trump and 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 his mind and those that uh, that that help him decide policy uh, have been at a phenomenal rate uh, putting constitutionalists and filling the courts uh, to you know perhaps maybe maybe there's a stronghold left uh, you know so when all of these illegal laws and 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 U.S. codes and and ATF interpretations are start to be put out uh, that maybe maybe there's a wall that we could stand against, but. You know, sometimes that stuff takes eight, ten, ten years to get there. Yeah. Well, Mike, and let's let's again let's ask those people how are you going to feel about your position the moment Joe Biden replaces a Justice Thomas, for example, who, by the way, has signaled he wants to retire. Hopefully, he doesn't in the next four years. Right. We know how he feels about his country, and we know his support for the Second Amendment. How are you going to feel when the next Supreme Court justice? is nominated by Joe Biden and adamantly hates your rights. And don't give me this crap the Senate's going to stand in front of you. How about Lindsey Graham? I disagree with every single thing that you stand for, Ms. Kagan, but you're a hell of a jurist and, and you're going to get my vote. They're going to put that. The Senate is going to approve and confirm these people. Yes. And I can promise you it's not going to be somebody the likes of an Amy Coney Barrett. So how are you going to feel about that? How are you going to feel about that when the Ninth Circus begins to start moving left again as those judges retire, and Joe Biden, or Harris, for that matter, for the next four years, is replacing them with leftist judges. That's a president's responsibility. Those of you who don't recall civics, those of you who don't like Donald Trump and are glad he's out, because, oh, it's not going to be so bad with Biden in office. All those judges, for the next, those are lifetime appointments. Donald Trump had you covered with those. And then we hear the excuse, well, it's certainly working out for him now with the Supreme Court, isn't it? Those cases are not Second Amendment cases, morons. Those cases are about election law, and they're not being judged on the merits. They're being judged on standing. Get your facts in order. Angry Mark is out of the box. And I'm telling you, I've, this, this is going to be a very difficult four years for gun owners. Very difficult four years if the wrong thing happens in just a few weeks. And it's, uh, it's, it's not going to be uh, one without violence. Uh, you know, don't know what level, don't know where, don't know whether, but it's, it's going to happen. It's going to occur. Um, you know, listen, the, the entire nation We've talked about it for years. Yep. Listen, the, the entire nation the first time around took uh, what did it take us? Uh, 80, 84 years, you know, uh, the, for, the, for the first time this nation needed a reset, hit, hit, the, hit the reset button. Um, and now we're, uh, you know, we're, we're almost uh, double from that uh, that standpoint now. 244 years we've been sitting here total. Uh, it's a, which is a, which is a, a phenomenal number for a, for a democracy, for a republic uh, in, the, in the history of this earth. So it's a uh, Hopefully we don't get there. Hopefully we you know, find a way out. It, Mike, I, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I talked about this on my show. The history of a republic, you know, is, is on average 200 years. Uh, we are outside of that by 44 years. We are living through fascinating times. It has taken our country, and we're seeing it in our lifetimes, 244 years to get where we are today. With, you know, David Codria, who you guys know, was on the show yeah. with me just a few days ago, and he essentially, again, paraphrasing, said, when a nation 
with irreconcilable differences is where we are today. What happens next? Well, we don't. Well, we saw what happened in the eight from in eighteen sixty. Yeah, and we don't want that to happen again. No, but this country is divided, and I've been saying this for years. The smoke is out of the bottle. The genie's left the proverbial bottle, if you will. You've lifted up the lid. The charcoal smoke has escaped. You can't gather it back up. This nation has. We're not going to sing kumbaya. I have no intention of shaking hands with and singing kumbaya with any leftist that expects me to to, to compromise my rights. It's not going to happen. And I'm not a socialist, and I'll never live like a socialist. So we have an issue in this country that needs resolved. How it gets there, I don't know. But Biden was certainly not the answer. So all of those of you who thought that you hated Trump and he doesn't do anything for gun rights the way you want him to, you own Biden now. Thanks for that. And believe me, we're going to hold you accountable as the years go by. The divide down the middle is not getting closer. The divide down the middle is being pushed further and further apart. Like you said, there's, there, there, there'll be no reconciliation. There'll be no holding hands along the aisle. Unless, of course... It's a lobbyist Never. putting putting money in the other hand, uh, you know. Then then you may see it on the television on on, on the uh, on the left controlled media. But the divide down the center continues to get further and further apart. And the only way, I'm sorry, I think the only way to get there is going to be some sort of confrontation. I have no idea what that may, may be. That might be you know a spirited debate on the floor for you know 90 days. I have no idea. But it's it, we are not going to settle like we are now. And those people that pushed you. Off those anti-Trumpers that pushed you off to the left to vote there or vote third party created it. The only person, I'm sorry, on the ticket that had a chance to survive the Second Amendment, survive gun rights, survive this country was Trump, not anybody else. And they hated him. And you saw it from day one. Exactly they attacked right. him unlike any president in history. And if you, ever, if you question whether or not Donald Trump supported your rights and your freedoms, look what they did to him. And look what the extent they went to to get rid of him. And the fat lady hasn't sung yet, folks. I don't know what's going to happen. I have no idea. But from what I understand today, Trump is holding a protest on January 6th in Washington, D.C. We've got it's just going to be a wild few weeks. Thank Hope you, Mark. Pray at this stage. Yep. Yeah. Thank Thanks, you, Mark. Guys. Mr. Mark Walters, uh, armedamericanradio.org. Go to armedamericanradio.org. You can follow him there just like you follow us. Stick around, folks. we got more coming back for you after the break. Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback yeah. system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer for Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio. Hey, there's a special this week on Green Eggs, blah, blah, blah. The Green Egg Company just contacted us. Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of 
course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of next level training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio Center. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Up for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max. One minute? Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full law firm on the dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at maxlaworlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by the arms room. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, you know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Wow. Yeah. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the MagSwag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. All right, it's all you. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios, the MagSwag.com studios. Um, I, I, listen, listen, it's always great when we have uh, uh, Mr. Mark Walters there. That was from, he's from Armed American Radio, and you, you guys know him. He's got another radio show. It's, it's not as, it may not be as big as or popular as ours, but uh, you, you know, it's, <laughs> it's. Who is? It's, yeah, yeah, exactly right. Who is? Who is? Um, yeah, you've got. Uh, I'm sitting here with Casey, and Casey, you've only sat in with us a couple of times here. Mark's one of those guys where, um, um, yeah, if you if you want to get in, you gotta you 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 gotta jump in with like a your fist to get a, to, to get a. <laughs> he said to, it well. There's no to, need. He he was saying everything that I would agree with. So yeah, yeah. So uh, let's see. We should be having another caller join us here in a few moments. Uh, he's uh, running a minute minute or two behind. We got a story out of New Jersey, so we reached out to our good friend. Uh, Mr. Alexander Rubian with the uh, New Jersey Second Amendment Society. So, uh, if we don't get him this segment, then we'll try. You know, next hour or we'll try next week. It's a, uh, it's New Jersey. It's it's still there. Well, you know what? It, New Jersey has the chance though of disappearing because they get all the chemicals. So they could just you could be driving up the turnpike one day and be like, "Where did Atlantic City go?" We have him online. He's like, nobody knows. It just left. It just left. So, uh, I'm told we have a. Uh, Mr. Rubian with us now, so let's uh, let's let's uh, bring him on the line here, Mr. Alexander Rubian. The uh, the uh, Alexander, I always want to say the wrong title. Are you president or executive director? El Presidente. El Presidente of New Jersey Second Amendment Society. Welcome to the program, sir. 
I feel like I should be playing some some Bon Jovi or something right now since you're you're from from New Jersey. Maybe a little Springsteen, <laughs> little little uh, little Born to Be Wild, you know. Uh, hey, listen, um, first off, how how are you doing? It's been it's been a couple of weeks since we talked. Uh, how's things going in uh, in your world and in the world yeah. of New Jersey? Well, I'm sitting in about like eight inches of snow, so um, I'm you know could be better, could be worse. But uh, we're still in New Jersey behind enemy lines, where we are made defenseless. Every day by our tyrannical government that does not trust an average citizen with the ability to protect themselves with their gun outside of their home. You know, listen, uh, before, you're absolutely right. Before we go there, I just want to say that uh, New York, New Jersey, all of that area up there, when it snows and you get a good eight inches, it's a beautiful looking place because it hides all the yeah. garbage that's sitting on the streets. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's wonderful. <laughs> it's, it's wonderful. Um, it's you a know, misconception, but uh, that's another conversation for another day. <laughs> let's um, let let's let's talk. You're you're the you're the you're you're you're, the, you're powerful head of a powerful organization um, in uh in, in in gun rights, and I want people around the country to understand this. Um, Alexander, do you have a concealed firearms permit in in the state of New Jersey? I have one in Florida. You have one in Florida <laughs> because Florida says if you're a, if you're in Florida legally, we'll give you one. You just have to pass a background check. Um, you're in New Jersey, yeah. your home residence, and they won't give you one. And but it's not like you only. I mean, exactly. the only people that have them up there are those that uh, you know that are that are connected politically or rich and famous. Exactly. And if you guys visit our website njhoas.org or go to our YouTube channel or social media, you'll see that we actually recorded government agents actually boasting and bragging about. The fact that the only people that get concealed carry permits in New Jersey are judges, politicians, and their friends. And that goes to show and demonstrate the pure hypocrisy and corruption that we have when we have to beg our government for the ability to protect ourselves. Yeah, and they always have some lame excuse when you go there, too. Like, listen, we don't, we, right now, especially during COVID, yeah, we don't have the manpower. We can't get it done. Uh, you know, it's it's just, uh, you know, we we have to stay closed, so we don't have any, you can't come in, you can't get an appointment. Uh, it's it's almost as if COVID was uh, was was their dream come true for, for concealed weapons applications. Oh, that's exactly what it is. Uh, we have, we, we put together some great content. If you go visit our YouTube channel, that we, when they called every other government uh, entitlement program, they had plenty of staff available uh, for welfare, for um, you know, for you know, so many other things. But when it came to applying for your Second Amendment right, somehow those departments got cut, and nobody could apply for a gun permit in New Jersey because of, they were exploiting the you know COVID situation to push their agenda. And this really exposes the kind of corruption that we deal with and tyranny when it comes to when we have to beg government for permission. We don't have to ask for any other permission for any other constitutional right or natural right. So why is it any different when our neighbors in other states, in Pennsylvania, for example, they go to their gun store, they get their statewide national background check done within half an hour, and they walk out the store. Where we have, if you watch our undercover videos, the cops bragging about the fact that they'll do it when they feel like it, it's sitting on the chief's desk. He'll sign it when he feels like it. They're too busy doing uh, uh, pool permits, uh, um, uh, liquor license permits, taxi driver permits. I mean, you hear it. It's just, it's unbelievable. The, 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 the BS they feed people. And unfortunately, so many people give up because of this process. 
and they're not able to protect themselves and their loved ones and their property. Yeah, and meanwhile, we're down here in Florida, and we're suffering from the... You know the the COVID as well. Uh, you know, but but because it's a uh, you know we've we've got the the pro gun the the, the Congress uh, our state uh, state house our state legislation our governor are all on the Republican side. We have processed the largest amount of concealed weapons permit ever in the state of Florida over the last couple of months. So it's just it's just all politics, and it sickens and, it sickens me. And and that is exactly that that is a testament to the fact that this hyperbole. This uh, fear-mongering, this demonization of guns and gun owners is just such a false narrative because they will do everything in their power to portray you and me and every other gun owner, every other person that wants to exercise their Second Amendment right as some paranoid loony to them. But the fact of the matter is, is that every day our phone lines are going off with people calling first-time gun owners, many of them even admitting to the fact that they're Democrats and so forth, that they want to be able to buy a gun and they want to find out how, and then they think, you know, they literally legitimately believe that they can just order something on eBay or on Amazon and have it shipped to their house, and then they become outraged when they find out they have to go to the police department, wait six, seven, eight, nine months, 12 months, sometimes over a year for the so-called background check to be completed. But that's who they voted for. That's what they voted for. And now they're up in arms about it. I've been there. I've been standing at the gun store when the... Uh uh, you know, when everything's going on in these trying times and uh, the, the Democrat has walked in, found the firearm they want, asked for the firearm, and then when, and then asked if they could take it home. And we're told, no, you have to wait this many days. And the question was asked, well, can't I use the gun show loophole? Can I use the gun show loophole? Uh, and, and have, it, have to explain to him that there's no such thing. It does not exist. Um, I'm sorry for your luck. But uh, you voted these procedures in. Um, Alexander, we've got about two minutes left. Yeah, Smith and Wesson filed suit against the state of New Jersey. What, what's the uh, what's the high point on this? Why did Smith and Wesson file suit? Well, what, they're suing against the state of New Jersey because the state of New Jersey is claiming that Smith and Wesson is using fraudulent um, um, marketing practices to encourage gun sales by claiming having a gun in your home uh, makes your home safer. So. <laughs> Never put it past their creativity for the you know anti-gun, the left, the Bloomberg, you know, camp yeah. to find creative ways to try to destroy gun companies, destroy the gun culture. Now they're you know the New Jersey Attorney General was suing Smith and Wesson, claiming that they are using misleading marketing practices by claiming having a gun in your house makes it safer, um, and all other ridiculous things that the New Jersey, New Jersey Attorney General and our government is claiming. So I'm happy that Smith & Wesson actually sued New Jersey back in federal court to claim that their requests are bogus um, and just a bunch of fear-mongering. Um, and it, it's part of their anti-Second Amendment agenda, which it, it is. It, it, they, they will find every creative way to try to destroy and undermine the Second Amendment and anything associated with it. And now they're going after Smith and Wesson, and I'm happy Smith and Wesson's fighting back Good. because these people are hypocrites. They all have guns. Good. I hear people say they hate guns. They love guns, yeah. but only when they have them. Yeah, when they're so government, government really controlled guns. Exactly right. um, Alexander, exactly. you, uh, what so you do is uh, going to be a great case. What you do costs money. It's not for free. How do people uh, follow you? How do they make a donation to NJ2AS and uh, and see what you guys are doing? Yeah, you can visit us NJ2AS.org. Uh, we're all over social media. Check out our Facebook page, New Jersey Second Amendment Society. 
We're on uh, Twitter. We're on Instagram. Same handle, at NJQAS. Um, and we'd love to get your support because what happens in New Jersey does not stay in New Jersey. We're seeing that on the national front now, and that's why we have to like kill the snake by cutting its head off and not appease any of this ridiculous anti-American agenda. Excellent. Outstanding. Folks, El Presidente himself, uh, Alexander Rubian, New Jersey Second Amendment Society. Visit him there. Hey, folks, that's it for this hour. Until next hour, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're uh, not ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready and keep your head on a swivel. Great stuff. Okay. Next half hour. First half hour is all the so. uh, Break time. Thousand semi-automatic rifle be sure to arouse your curiosity not just because it's foldable and adjustable but because it can take most popular handgun magazines so in that one millionth of a second when innovation ignites performance curiosity turns to pure adrenaline innovation performance Keltec see more at keltecweapons.com if you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Mag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Good to see you. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. That's the magswag.com studios. And we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I'll be, uh, you know, guide you through the last hour of the program here. Uh, I want to thank uh, guests last hour. If you didn't get it, you know, go on, uh, go on uh, later uh, this week and uh, you can listen to the podcast. We had uh, Mr. El Presidente, Alexander Rubian from New Jersey Second Amendment Society, and Mr. Mark Walters from the Armed American Radio Program. This hour, though, we got just as good of people, just as good. So if you're uh, if you're only listening to us this hour, first off, call your radio station and tell them you want both hours, not just one. That's like getting this for half price, and I mean, there's no money involved here at all. I mean, it, it, I mean, if you want some, uh, I get you like a two for one bag of chips, I guess somewhere. I mean, maybe maybe that might help, but um, just call the magswag.com and tell them you want two for one chips. They'll send them to you. That's that's how it works. Um, 
Hey, uh, listen, normally on my right, I'd have the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Uh, Earl is uh, Earl is sleeping. He's sleeping. He has to. The DOT makes him sleep. He has to get his nap in. Otherwise, he's a he's a very you know. The, the, then I, I guess if you don't get the right amount of sleep, you you could fall asleep at the wheel of a truck. And it's not like falling asleep at the behind the wheel of a Volkswagen. You know, it's a uh, you're driving eighty thousand pounds of a uh, you know uh, truck and steel down the down the highway there. And I just hope he goes out to Texarkana and brings us back some Coors Light. That's all I'm hoping for on on his next run. Uh, on the left would normally be the courtroom assassin, legal ninja, attorney Kevin Maxwell. But he is getting some tattoo work done today. I feel like, uh, like the you know, it was it was one of those days where it was just destined not to happen. But then, lucky for me, I was able to uh, a good good friend of the program to join us. Uh, our good friend, and you've had him here, heard him here before, heard him briefly last hour before Mr. Walters got on. Uh, my friend Casey from the Magswag dot com, from the Magswag dot com. Uh, Casey, welcome back to the program. Thank you, thank you. Glad to be here. Let's see what we got here. We got some music for you. What is it? Let's see. Oh, I like it. I like it. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Um, Casey, you're in the gun business. Um, this week, the ATF, we talked a little bit about the rogue ATF, uh, came down and decided that um, um, arm braces... They're finally doing something about it. And I know you and I have talked about this a couple of times, uh, that this was coming, that uh, we knew something was going to happen. They'd inquired about it. Uh, and I want to get your feelings. I want to talk about what we what we think is going to happen, what we know is going to happen, and uh, then we'll get into a little bit of why it's happening. So um, uh, what, what do you see as far as sales going out the door right now? For, for AR sales, is it mostly uh, AR rifles or is it more of these AR pistols that are being sold? Well, with our locations, um, each area is a little different. Um, we've got one store, two stores in more of an urban environment, and they're more into the long gun 16-inch barrels. Um, and then our store that's in the West Colonial area, it is the 4-inch and the 7-inch varieties on there. More but, in, the, in, the, in the city area. yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And, and we don't really see this really being too much of an issue. We, we put some blades on there and things, but right. uh, they're not adjustable. Uh, they're not made for your arms, um, but uh, I, I think that I don't think it's really going to affect us and our sales. You know, there's always going to be emotional purchasing, people not really understanding the full amount, not listening into the arms room radio to get good information. Get, get you good intel. So, yeah, so that, I think it's they're going to keep buying. They're going to keep trusting us on it. Um, there'll be more attorneys that'll be finding ways on it, which is probably right. where we're at. I mean, to me, looking at it, why does it matter? It's an AR. It's four inch barrel, a sixteen inch barrel, a twenty two inch barrel. It's still an AR. It's still just an AR. Why? Why worry about it being a short barrel rifle? Here's your two hundred bucks. Here's your hundred bucks. Don't make me wait. You know, eight to twelve months to get it. Let it be instantaneous, like a background check, and move on our ways. Figure out how much we have to pay the silent partner, right? And, and, yeah. and, and get our stuff and go. It, it it really is it really is dumbfound dumbfounding. Um. Folks, if you're not familiar with what these what these braces are, what these blades are, um, uh, they were originally designed uh, so you could take an AR AR rifle, and uh, it was it was almost like a, a disability aid. It, it was made for people that only had use of one arm, uh, so the, it looked like um, it 
from the side, it looked like a stock, but it was split down the center with a strap at the bottom. So if you only had one arm and wanted to shoot a pistol that was a little heavier, it would wrap around your arm and hold it more secure. So you could basically have that second point of contact when trying to stabilize the platform. And that's how they started. I have to lay a lot of blame on my own industry, the gun industry. Uh, people were deciding, oh, wow, you know, rather, rather than being responsible and saying, wow, that's kind of cool that we can help people with disabilities, uh, you know, that, that only have use of one arm. Because let's face it, we have a, a lot of guys, a lot of gals coming back from overseas that were missing limbs or had, you know, artificial limbs that weren't working out for them with, uh, with shooting firearms. And this was great. It was revolutionary for them. But, but people in our industry got, they got greedy. They got greedy. He said, um, well, if the ATF will approve that, let me, let me try if I, what if I put a, instead of I put an arm in the center of the arm brace, I'll, I'll fill it up with a, was a nice rubber piece of plastic. Yeah. And then uh, it'll be solid. Mm-hmm. And I'll put it against my shoulder. I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, it was a little while. I remember it went back and forth with the ATF. And they said, um, you can, you can't, you can, you can't, according to interpretation. But what, and I've never, you'll, never, you'll be hard pressed to find those. You'll never really see them. Where people say they said okay, what the ATF said was they are approved for use uh, as the original uh, design, approved for use as originally approved in the original design. So we said in the original design they could be used as an arm brace. They said, well, can I put it against my shoulder? So it's approved for use as originally designed. Okay, well, can I uh, can I hold my can I put a, my, my second hand on it? It's approved for use as originally designed. ATF never said no. They just said. Please refer back to letter number one. You know, they just keep please referring back to letter number one. But there are greedy people in the gun industry that just continue to push the boundaries, push the boundaries, and to now you have them, like you said, being used as a short-barreled rifle, basically. Uh, and they're putting these arm braces up against their shoulder. They're using additional grips. They're using additional, uh, you know, flashlights and everything else on them. Well, the ATF's come down over the past week and said, uh, listen, we told you, we told you not to do this, and you did it. So now we're going to restrict them, and, we're, and they're going towards the ninety days in the federal registry, or, or one hundred eighty days. I'm not sure if they're doing ninety or one eighty on this one to find out and take comments from the public uh, and find out uh, what should happen. Now the ATF has already decided they're going to be changing the status of these uh, pistol grips, or at least putting more definitive rules in place. Um, and uh, I'm going to tell you those rules. We're going to tell you those rules when we come back from the break. So stick around. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. We'll be right back. So that one is Lakers Mark when it's done being distilled but before it goes into the barrels. Now it's, it's, it's up 30, 35 bucks the Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation, right, performance, <laughs> Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Uh, 
sisters. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. One minute. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the founding fathers determined what rights are constitutional. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. Not the function of government to tell what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle. Or a Saturday night special. Uh, so or for that matter, no one needs to prevent the high capacity bus car engine to keep over 150 miles okay. per hour. So that would that make sense. So when is it a barrel for You have the right of choice. You have the right to read books others don't like. the right to listen to any radio program we choose. You have the right to dress the way we want to. You also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you you don't need something, tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. So are you... Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. It's the magswag.com studios. You got a design you want to see? You want to, you, you know, you got some sports uh, you know, design you want on, uh, on some AR mags, colorful, full color? Check out the magswag.com. And listen, you don't have to come up with your own design. Casey, how many you got on file there now? 286 before we have the Biden ones we added on there. So <laughs> I don't know the count now. The endless Biden varieties of sleepy creepy is endless. 
please send your your ideas to us. I saw one the other day. The uh, was it the the just the tip. Oh yeah, just the tip. Every, we've, we've all used that phrase before. <laughs> a, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm talking about shooting. I don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. Still tip. Family show. Still family court. show. Um, let's see here. Um, we were talking about uh, gun braces and uh, pistol braces. What uh, what we know so far? Here's what we know so far. We know that the uh, the ATF has said, um, okay, listen, you pushed us too far. You know, we let you have this uh, this this device. We let you have this device so you could, uh, you know, you could you could it would be good for the disabled those that only use one arm. Um, you kind of pushed the envelope. We went back and forth a couple of times and said, read the original guidance. That's what we meant. That's what we meant. No, our industry had to take it and, and make a uh, take a take an arm brace and put it on an adjustable you know uh, a, a stock tube because you know the length of the remaining arm may change. Casey, you might yeah, have to yeah. might have to change. I, I do like know, the yeah. fact that they it changed people's ideas of defining a receiver. I, the one thing yep, good yep. that's coming out of this mm-hmm. is that when you saw a six position tube, you immediately said rifle. Right, um, and by allowing that item, now people's minds are a little more open that it's still a receiver, it's still multi, it's still whatever. Um, so that was a good thing that, regardless, coming out of this, what the ATF is proposing is that um, you will not be able to have any accessories on the, the 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 pistol if you're going to keep the brace. If you're going to keep the brace and you want to keep it a a class three non National Firearms Act need a two hundred dollar tax stamp for it. You'll still be able to do that, but it will be designed to be as original use approved with uh, with an arm brace with no attachments on it. That means no pistol groups, no angled foregrips, no flashlights. Uh, you could have a standard set of sights. Um, I saw that the ATF said no red dot sights. Uh, the research I did talking to them was they meant no, no sights with amplification, um, like a Trigicon. A Trigicon has a red dot and is amplified. Uh, many of the aim points, say your CCO optics, your M, was the M64, M68s, um, they are just a red dot, like an RMR sight. So it's no amplification. That would be okay. But no other grips. Now, if you kept one like that, you know, that the ATF is probably going to say that's that's okay. And that's what the ruling is looking like it's, like it's going to be. Again, there's time. We have time. It's going to go before... Uh, you know, the federal registry. It's got to go sit in the federal registry. Comments will be allowed. This is the same thing that happened with uh, Rule 41P and 41F that uh, when, remember, you used to, if you wanted to get to Class 3 item, you had to have the chief law enforcement officer's permission uh, if you were an individual. And that got changed to now you just have to notify the chief law enforcement officer. So that's that. Listen, that that's what came out of that. That was a good thing that came out of the 41P, 41F. Now, uh, is this a good thing? First, listen. First off, I believe that uh, uh, you know, ninety-nine percent of all gun laws are unconstitutional. Uh, which gun laws do I think are, are constitutional? Well, uh, I, I hate to even say the words "common sense" because it's been uh, the word's been co-opted by the, uh, the anti-gun side. But when I say the right of the people to keep and bear arms, I don't mean a four-year-old in uh, in uh, preschool. Okay, I, I don't mean somebody that's been adjudicated mentally incompetent. All right, I believe there are a couple of laws out there that. Uh, you know, really are common sense, not what the left calls common sense, and that it's okay to uh, restrict ownership of a firearm in those cases. But, you know, that's 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 about it. Um, now, NFA, I believe, is illegal. You know, the, the NFA, original NFA Act, the Gun Control Act of 68, uh, the update in 86, uh, you know, I believe all that's all against the Constitution and illegal. So, uh, how, how illegal, Mike? You've heard me say it here before. I believe I should be able to order a 50-cal machine gun in the mail. 
<laughs> you know, and then she come to my house. Yeah, it's you know, I've 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 done nothing wrong. You know, I just I got the money and I want to have it. I got a hobby. You know, so leave me alone. Uh, the 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 braces now if you have it just plain like that it looks like it's going to be okay if you don't and this is what's up in the air this is what they're trying to decide the atf is leaning towards though if you want to have those accessories on your ar pistol with a pistol brace uh then it's no longer going to be a pistol it's going to be a short barrel rifle and you're going to have to register it uh and get a uh, a tax stamp for it it's going to cost you two hundred dollars it's it's filling out a form one you could do that on yourself and uh, it's going to take, uh, depending on whether you do it electronically, I think the electronic ones are now at three months from what I heard. Or if you send in old paper, you're looking at, uh, you know, eight to ten months, depending on where you are. Um, uh, you know, Casey, you, you're, 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 you're feeling on these, on these, uh, these braces. And listen, I know um, if, if you're going to sell a brace pistol and it's meant to be a one-armed item, uh, you're probably going to want something in the four to seven inch barrel range, which is, I think, what you guys do anyway. Right. Um, it's it's pretty evident when you look out there and you see somebody that has a 14 inch or a 13 inch or a 12 inch barrel with all the other hand guards on it that they're not using this to you know use with one arm. Right. Um, I, I think the pistols they have a place. They absolutely have a place. You know, it, it's a it's the most common weapons platform uh, in this country. Of course, it's going to work its way into being used as a pistol. Why wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? What do you think, Case? I mean, uh, I, I, you know, a lot of people tell me if the government wants the two hundred dollars. Well, the ATF doesn't get that two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. That two hundred dollars goes to the government accounting office, and they figure out where it needs to go. I don't, I don't know if there's a secret back door deal where the ATF gets to like a finder's fee. A but we, yeah, tip. yeah, we get like a ten. We we get a taste. You know, we <laughs> get we get twenty percent. We get a kickback. But I, I'm I'm. Uh, I'm a little dumbfounded. Have you seen anything on the uh, on on uh, heard anything? And I know this is only this week. Heard anything from the customers about this at all? No, our, our customer base is first time, maybe second time buyers. For if they're a second time buyer, they were probably a first time buyer from us already. Um, when it comes to the braces, um, I it's it's a cool item. I, I don't know if you agree with this, but I push a lot of the customers into a bungee style sling you know it's the imaginary brace if you push forward the more you push forward the more you stabilize the the firearm uh the the brace to me uh, maybe with it being adjustable makes it more comfortable but if the tube has to extend unless we're gonna have these new 24 inch tubes that are gonna come off the back of these guns to make them longer i'm more comfortable with some style of a bungee sling that i can put forward pressure and stabilize it uh that way over these braces so it really doesn't affect me i don't think it affects our our customer base um they're pretty much looking for us for that advice and we're going to definitely direct them to the way that they're going to stay on the light gray versus dark gray area when you look at elite military teams elite law enforcement teams uh using pistols uh, ars uh, mp5s uh, they all have the, the bungee style uh, over the shoulder sling that that goes to the back of the the, uh, the weapon, and they push forward on it. Mm-hmm. Listen, you 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 have your two hands when you use a firearm, when you're using a rifle or using a, a short barrel rifle, and the third point of contact would be into the shoulder. Well, if you don't, if you're wearing all this body armor and gear and everything else and radios, you don't necessarily want to be pushing into your shoulder because you're you're never going to find the same home for that mm-hmm. stock twice. So what they've done is made the bungee the short bungee cords, so you push forward. So every time you push forward, the third point of contact becomes the back. 
it, that strap around your back, but it holds it steady. It's the same as if you brought it back. It's an incredibly efficient style to uh, to shoulder the well to shoulder the platform without using your shoulder. Yeah, you, and you if know. you're over five ten, five eleven, you know the comfortability of trying to get your you know head down onto the brace with no cheek rise, um, especially if you can't extend it. I see people no problem. I see a new market being created. Yeah. You know, SB slings or whatever. <laughs> right, 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 right. The short barrel bungee. <laughs> and and then it'll, it'll be fine. There's always going to be ways. And yeah, you you said it. You know, lawyers that are constantly looking for ways to get around it keep poking yeah. the bear. Yeah. Yeah. I keep going back to the point where does it really matter? It's an AR. You yeah. know, you've got people that have Glocks and they're trying to put things in. Uh, the backs of the, them to put stabilizing braces. Right. And it, it makes sense to have, you know, if you have a four-inch barreled Glock or other semi-pistol and you're shooting with both hands and then you have a four-inch AR because you're having more points of stabilization, you're going to shoot triple the distance yeah. and still be twice as that more accurate. Right. Uh, so there's always going to be the people that have the semi-auto pistol onto like a Glock or whatever item yep. that are going to be pushing the limits to putting a pistol brace or you're going to have the people on the AR platform trying to keep shortening the barrel and still seeing themselves more accurate than carrying around a pistol. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, it's it's um, it, it's user choice. Uh, you know, you need to start looking at uh, if you have one of these right now, uh, a pistol brace. What you're going to do? You're going to need to make a decision on it. In the meantime, go on the federal registry there, and you can find it, uh, or just you know Google it up. You can link to it and uh, and make your comments and make them respectful. Don't get this deal. Don't get the industry looking like a bunch of fools, okay? Uh, and the users. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Stick around. We'll be back after the break. Nice, right? Yeah. That's uh. 40 kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military okay. base. American soldiers are playing video oh, games. Okay. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program. With all of the above and more, selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people, people just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's going to happen next? And how long am I going to be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off the backpack for me. And it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. 
To learn more, call 1-877-832-997 or visit WoundedWarrior.org. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Maybe even 60. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV cases. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I, mean, really I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army, Private First Class, Conrado D. Javier Jr. died December 19, 2010, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Javier, 19, of Marina, California, was assigned to the 3rd Squadron, 2nd Striker Cavalry Regiment, Vilsack, Germany. He was killed in action in Luan Sobat, Kandahar Province, Afghanistan, of wounds sustained when enemy forces attacked his vehicle with an improvised explosive device. The Monterey County Herald reported that Javier joined the Army after graduating from Seaside High School in 2009. His 29-year-old sister, Aracela, says he was one of eight children and longed to be an Army officer and an attorney. Javier's parents were farm workers who later worked in the hospitality industry. Army Private First Class Conrado D. Javier, Jr., you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179. We do have Major Bill. Cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for sponsoring uh, this segment of the program. Folks, if you know anybody that uh, you'd like to hear on Fallen Hero, just reach out to us at armsroomradio.com and uh, follow the links, and uh, we'd be honored to do it for you. Hey, on the line with us, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. 
Hey, Mike, how are you doing this week? Not too shabby today, sir. Not too shabby. I'm uh, I'm manning the desk here with our good friend Casey from themagswag.com. So uh, say, hi to, say hi to Casey as well. Casey, how are you, sir? Great, man. Good to have you on. So what's... Uh, it's good to be back. Uh, I, I tried to uh, make arrangements to get up there uh, in the studio, but it uh, just... It, it, it didn't work out for me, so... It is the silly season, sir. Yes, 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 it is. But uh, one of those is... You, you know the car that I drive, Mike. We, we talk about it. Yes, it's um, that, it's it's, that it's, evil you know, it's, black it's assault car. car. Fast car, yeah. evil, scary... Evil black right. assault car, yes. Um, right, right. Well, you know, I, I couldn't... One of the reasons I couldn't make it up there was, you know, my, my other half... Officer Amy yes. had to borrow my car. Um, I'm sorry. Course, I'm sorry. Hold on a second. Wait, wait, back, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Did you say she borrowed the car? Yes. I didn't. Yes. Re- I didn't realize it had well, gone that it was far. More like. <laughs> well, listen. It's only the black key. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. She okay. only got the one key. Okay. Yes, okay. the black key, not the red. Not the red key. Gotcha. Red key stays locked up. Okay. in the safe until, you know, I drive. Gotcha, gotcha. But of course, okay. you know, what happens invariably when you when you get the car back... Um, Got no gas. You know, <laughs> exactly. You know, we, for a long time, uh, one of my partners at work, uh, his, uh, his better half, um, you know, would borrow it, and, you know, they'd have the, the low fuel light come on, and we, we've nicknamed it the Donna light. <laughs> um, so the Donna light in, in my car came on, right. uh, or was on when I got into it. Right. Um, so I, I barely made it to the gas station. Which, mm-hmm. You know, it, there, there's not a gas station that, that I can't pass Correct. Um, in this car. But <laughs> this is this is where, where I'm at and where I'm calling you from. But that's <laughs> not the reason I'm calling. I do have a law enforcement-related story um, that got me uh, kind of upset when I saw it. Um, and it's not your typical cop bashing, uh, pardon the pun. Okay. Uh, you'll, you'll realize why I, I say that. But uh, we have reports, uh, th- this comes out of the uh, Louisiana uh, State Police Training Academy. Okay. Uh, and the, headlight, the, the headline that I read that, that I saw that kind of hurt me was, Police cadets beaten until they looked like victims of domestic abuse. So I was like, what? Uh, yeah. So I go on to read. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, all right. Is this, you know, I also teach at, at some of our local police academies down here. And uh, it was according in 2019, after an investigation, uh, family members of cadets at the academy at the time were outraged the physical conditions that their loved ones uh, had after a week of defensive tactics training and contacted the uh, uh, State Police Administration. Uh, they have reports that um, some of the students uh, during the defensive tactics uh, course were kept in one room uh, at night for sleep deprivation. Uh, the lights were on, the air conditioning was turned low, and they would uh, the cadre would come in there every hour, make them get up, march around, walk around, uh, make them do silly stuff, and then uh, they would try to go back to sleep. Uh, but of course, that didn't happen. Now you you uh, said this academy's in Guantanamo or in Louisiana? Well, uh, <laughs> you 
you know, they both they both have funny accents. Yeah, yeah, true. So, true. all right, um, all right, right, right. So, <laughs> so you know, they were ordered to hit each other with uh, training pads and and other gear. And training pads, when you think about it, doesn't sound like a big deal. But you know, if you get hit with them, you get whacked with them enough times, uh, it hurts like anything else. It's like getting hit with a phone book. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have no idea what know, that feels like, by the way. So you had uh, a... <laughs> no, no, not at all. Nope. Uh, but they actually had 10 cadets out of the class that had to go for outside medical treatment for treatment of cuts, bruises. One had a fractured arm. Uh, another one had a broken nose. And it, it was just uh, absolutely uh, a, a disgusting issue when it comes to training. Now, I'm all for, you know, real live as close to what you're going to get training that we can provide. But this one, over the line, way, way over the line. Uh, and what infuriated me even more was that the, the three members of the training division that were in charge of it were only transferred. One was demoted to sergeant, right. um, and they were just transferred. You, you read this, and if this was any other place, outside of a police academy environment, we'd be filing criminal charges. Um, and again, I'm not trying to be, you know, the, the, the easygoing velvet glove uh, type instructor here. I, again, I believe that, you know, if it's realistic, if it's pertinent, if it's to the subject that you're training on, even in defensive tactics, yeah, you're going to have some issues. But you're not going to go out there and purposely and try and hurt people. Uh, which is what this cadre did. I don't get it. I don't get it. why. Why did they? Why did they do this? What was the What was the reasoning? What 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 was their answer when asked why Why they did this? Well, the the lead instructor, the, the lieutenant that was up there, uh, Len Marie, uh, said that. Well, he this happened to him when he went through the academy. He was bruised in the academy, so now it's time for them uh, to get payback. I'm really not sure how. One correlates to the other, uh, but that was really the only explanation that was given. Um, well, you know what? But what was 20, even more? In, twenty years ago, ahead. we twenty years ago we paid them eight dollars an hour. Also, maybe we should just pay them eight dollars an hour if that's the standard. Because we did it twenty years ago, we're going to do it that way again. Well, maybe we should do it for everything. We're gonna also going to make them drive a nineteen ninety seven well, uh, Chevy Caprice as their patrol car too, because that's what we drove twenty years ago. Right, right. Well, I mean, you know, I, I don't think we can do the eight dollars an hour. You know, with the, the whole fifteen dollar minimum. <laughs> you know, yeah, true, uh, true. But <laughs> but even with that fifteen bucks, you want to pay them fifteen bucks an hour. That's you know, that's what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, but what incensed me even more is you had all these other instructors. One of them also a former chief of police. That when they during the investigation, they all knew about it. They all saw it. They all thought it was disgusting, but nobody said anything. That's the worst part you know, right there. I, that's what bothers me yeah, even more. Yeah, that's the worst part right yes. there. I, I, I'm, I'm actually kind of a little offended I, myself that, that they said they look like they were victims of domestic violence. Why, why pick that? Why not they look like they were the victims of Rocky Balboa? I mean, why, why, you know, I don't understand why they said they look like they were victims of domestic <laughs> violence, you know? Well, that, that, came from, that came from a civilian nurse oh. uh, that, they, that they interviewed. So maybe, that, maybe that's her only frame of reference. Ridiculous! You know. Ridiculous! Well, we gotta so. we gotta get her some classic uh, AMC movie passes then, you know, <laughs> so she can get out. She can get out. Uh, Major, thanks for joining yeah, us. We do. Uh, please, uh, please stay safe down there. 
mean, to all my brothers and sisters in blue, remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, watch your six. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. You guys will see you right after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Mark! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio. Yeah, no cigarettes are like harsh. I didn't try any. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the MagSwag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. So are you... Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. The MagSwag.com studios. Here we are. Uh, last segment just uh, comes up on you, you know, just like that. All of a sudden, it's uh, it's over, and we're going to have to wait another week until we see each other. Unless you go back and listen to the previous 500 shows, then you can just listen to us anytime you want during the week. No big deal. No big deal. Some of the shows are actually pretty good from what I was told. You know, <laughs> yeah, the, you know the rest of them were just, you know, meh, 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 these guys again. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Going, uh, i got to pick a last topic, pick a last topic. Probably squeeze in a couple here. I do want to talk about... Uh, and I'm going to say their name because we're going to throw them under the bus. So, the uh, the cheaper than dirt people. The cheaper Is it than a dirt. short bus or a long oh, bus? Oh, it's a, it's it's good. They get, what's what's with those windows that they taste so good on that bus? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're all licking the window. Uh, let's see here. I, I know the snozberries taste like snozberries. I know that. <laughs> yeah, Texas Attorney General accuses cheaper than dirt of price gouging. Um, there's a first. Yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> this title came up and Casey and I laughed. We're like, what are they charging now for a magazine? <laughs> As anybody realize how Cheaper Than Dirt really started, 
Tell us the story. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. Please do. <laughs> um, but they started off like Avon. They they you go to a gun show and you'd have the old guys with this cheaper than dirt book yep. on the corner of their table. That's right. Yep. And there'd be a coupon code on the yep. back of it. And that person's code would get them their own little Chuck E. Cheese dollars. <laughs> and, you know, you get enough Chuck E. Cheese dollars, they could buy more stuff to put on their table. Yep. But, you know, then the uh, beast they created no longer needed the book. They had enough right. email addresses and other things to uh, cut them out of it and go straight to the price gouging themselves. I, I could sit around. First time I ever heard of that, you know, scenario. Yeah. <laughs> Just go to I, any gun show. I, right. I could sit around, and, uh, or I could, I could tell you, we used to sit around in the Army and wait for somebody to get uh, an order from Cheaper Than Dirt because the newest catalog was always in the order because they always get their, their catalogs out. And it was about the size of a comic book. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And um, An old comic book. The new <laughs> ones are pretty thin. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and you, everybody would just be like, oh, oh, man. I got that backpack. What's the 800 number? I mean, that's how long it was. When you didn't order yeah. on the internet, you just you grab the 800 number and you ordered it and, and soldiers would give them the credit card numbers and, and all this stuff would roll in. And, um, you know, for a while there, they were a pretty good outlet of stuff. Yeah, cool. Um, and then uh, the, the time I recall, I don't know, tell me if you remember anything earlier, Case, was, um, was uh, uh, Sandy Hook. When Sandy Hook happened, that's when I remember, back in December of 12, December 2012, uh, overnight, a $10 magazine went to $100, Yeah, $150. I remember $79.99 for yeah. one mag was what yep. really kind of caught me, and I may have hit ignore and spammed their yep. their emails at yep. that point. So uh, I remember them doing the same thing with ammo. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they, they took it up, you know, tenfold. Well, they had to get yeah. rid of the books by that point because by the time they printed the book and gave it to you, right. they were right. they had to put it out of stock for a while because yep. those prices were so far out, yep. outdated. Yep, yep. Exactly right. Exactly right. So they uh, they've continued to do this. Now I, I I don't know. You know if if maybe it's because of the newcomers coming to the industry. Uh, you're coming to buying guns. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say the industry. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of uh, people on the left that have bought guns over the last ten years, and we can only hope that they educate themselves about uh, you know what's going on in the gun business and the gun world. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, I'll tell you this: uh, if you want to buy a gun. It's, it's not like buying a car. It's not like going to Walmart. Just because you go to the biggest place does not mean you're getting the best price. Mm-hmm. In fact, mm-hmm. for the most part, in gun world, you'll be able to work the best deal and get the best price and get the best accessories at the mom and pop kind of stores. Yeah. If you go into the place and you say, wow, you're going to also say, wow, when they finish that register ring yeah. up, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's that's or where I'll tell you to go. They'll get you yeah. a couple items too. Maybe they'll they'll do the little bait and switch, like oh, some yeah. some places that you may hear around that are newer to the market. That right. They have a LCP for one hundred seventy nine ninety nine, but they're conveniently out of them. We're out. They got ten of those. Yeah. We don't even have ammo for it. If we did have it, right. so enjoy right. your one hundred seventy nine dollar paperweight. <laughs> yeah, that drives me nuts. I do go to. Um there's a couple of big ones. I hit the Academy Sports every once in a while, and I just had to be sitting there, talk, sitting there talking to the guy, um, and uh, said, "Do you guys keep enough ammo in stock for each gun that you have?" I said, "Listen, I'm, and I'm, I don't want it, I don't, and I'm not going to go search in your inventory. I'm just curious, as somebody else in the industry, you're selling 380s and 9 mil here. Do you keep at least a box per you know gun to sell?" No, we don't do that. And like, well, then you literally are selling paperweights. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Okay, file this under things everyone already knew was going on. As we wrote the other day, no one likes high prices, but they're part of the current market conditions. Consumers are seeing the effects of laws and supply and demand on a daily basis as they shop for guns and more accurately ammunition. Um, I've seen ammunition that's um, 
double tripled in price. Uh, nine millimeter ammo, currently running fifty to sixty cents around is what I see it running at. Um, the um, uh, if you want Wholesale. five five six five five. Well, it's it's, it's it's so you figure fifty to sixty cents around plus shipping plus tax. Yeah. Um, nine millimeter or excuse me five five six ammo eighty to a dollar eighty cents to a dollar around. Um, uh, uh, astonishingly. 380 this time is the high is the hard one to get 90 yeah. cents around. It's not a, uh, it's it's not really uncommon because you know taking the time from a nine millimeter to a 380, it, it commonly yeah. goes the same way where nine millimeter will go high in price and then it'll go out of stock and then you'll see the three the 380. We're talking about the same you know diameter two millimeter smaller yep. of a of a projectile. So um, it's common. It's the same you know if you look at this thing there you know the people that are smart enough there's a two and a four year cycle to this. Yep. It's always bolt carrier groups. It's always nine millimeter. Yep. We thought it wasn't going to be twenty-two, just because it seems like most people it's the the new guns, the new the new purchasers, yeah. and the twenty-two is more of the survivalist. Or right. um, so, but twenty-two also hit that market where it went from twelve to twenty cents around on that, which is and, pretty and, expensive and when you're buying five hundred rounds at a time minimum. And and twenty-two has never gone back down like it was before. Everything else kind of got there. Twenty-two you used to be able to get for three cents around, two yeah. cents around. And it's never gone back down, like you said. No. To you know, it's no. been nine cents around, ten cents around ever since. So, uh, let's see. The eye popping surge pricing dates back at least to post Sandy Hook gun run. Now, finally, the Fort Worth retailer business practices have attracted the attention of the Texas Attorney General. Attorney General Ken Paxton is accused of Fort Worth based Fort Worth based website Cheaper Than Dirt, which prim- primarily sells firearms, ammunition, and hunting gear, of price gouging at the start of the pandemic. Attorney's General Office identified over 4,000 sales that have involved price gouging and has cheaper than dirt, has directed cheaper to dirt to pay over $400,000 in refunds to customers, according to the court documents. Uh, over 100 people have complained to the AG's office about cheaper than dirt. Listen, if, you, uh, if you've gotten anything from cheaper than dirt and you've paid more than you think you should pay, more than the standard should be for that, a comparable standard, uh, you contact the Texas Attorney General's office. You know, I, how, how does that, that even go about, though? I mean, realistically, it's it's not like you're going to dehydrate from not having enough, you know, ammunition. You know, <laughs> right. so it's, well, it's not a, a stable item. It's not a piece of wood going on your window, and you live in Florida, and you need to be- brace for a hurricane. So you have the choice of not putting it in your cart, right. voting yeah. with your dollar. This is what we talked about on the break. Um, in fact, we say some of the, some of the best radio happens on the breaks. Uh, <laughs> the the is it pr- price gouging is for necessities mm-hmm. you know for for milk for water mm-hmm. for uh you know for food for uh you could even say uh you know gasoline you know yeah. uh, you know that you need but ammunition yeah guns eh. mm-hmm. is it is it necessity you know that's the kind of thing i mean if you're preparing ahead of time you want to have if you're pro second amendment you want to have that ahead of time hopefully you don't have just enough ammo on hand to go to the range next week mm-hmm. you should always have a little bit more than that um I have more than just next week's food supply in the house. Mm. Uh, you know, some of it might be an old can of peas that's been there a really, really long time, but you know, it's still there. Um, is it like you said? Is it, is it price gouging? Do you, do you think, Casey? You think it's price gouging? I mean, you have the choice. You you can wait for it to go back in stock. I mean, we've got retail fronts, and right. sometimes, you know, we will pay somebody else's retail that we feel is on the low end of the retail just so that we have it because. A two hundred dollar gun. I mean, it's better to have seventy cents around for nine millimeter, and you may think we're, you know, what for having it for that price. Right. But 
it's better than not having it at all. You have the option. You know, you can not not do it. You could not buy it. You could not have waited this many years of your life to buy your first handgun. You're emotionally buying it right. and, and enjoy the consequences of it. So I, I get having a forty dollar box of ammo sell for sixty dollars. You know, I, I I get that. I'm okay there. You know. There is a little bit of shortage uh, of supply with the demand right now, and, and just the components to build it mm-hmm. are there. And you listen, you didn't raise the price from what it used to be at twenty cents. Your distributor did, and, and the mm-hmm. manufacturer did. So you're just rolling that back, you know, into everything else. But when when cheaper the dirt has it for forty cents around, and they sell it for, you know, uh, three dollars around now. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, here's the thing, too. you got to look at it. They're online people. So yeah. when you look at it, we're brick and mortar. We've got three going on four locations yeah. here. So when you still have rent, you still have insurance, you still have all those expenses of it, and you can't get the same supply of things you, you used it. to get, yeah. Yeah. now it's somehow allocated because it used to be you can get whatever you needed. Yeah. It's, it's, exactly. it's, it's not our, not our you know, issue that we're creating here. So. I'm, there. I'm there with you. Folks, I want to thank uh, Casey from uh, themagswag.com for joining us this week. I want to thank our guests, Mr. Mark Walters, Alexander Rubian, and Major Bill. Until next week, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready, and keep your head on the swivel. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, yeah. not just because it's foldable and adjustable, yeah. but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second... When innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Mag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.